presence. Powerful to be here. Let's pray. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this gathering. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here. Thank you for your contribution and your participation in this Art of Shepherding conference. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. As we take our seats. And once again, thank God for the life of Bishop Edwin Ogo, who has organized this powerful conference so that we'll be equipped and thoroughly furnished unto good shepherding in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And you are leaving this place as a very, very good shepherd. You are living with the anointing for numbers. Your numbers are going to multiply. You prayed and you asked for it. And the Lord has heard and the Lord has answered in the name of Jesus. You are going to have a problem with space. And you are going to be, we are going to be moving from place to place. Your church now will become a branch. Your church now will become a branch. Your church that you have established as your headquarters. Because of the, the, the anointing for growth you are receiving at this congregation. You are going to turn into a branch in the name of Jesus. Your fellowship is going to grow. As a shepherd, when you sit down for shepherds and fellowship meetings, people will come. And then your fellowship will become a ministry. Your pastor will be forced to change your, change your ministry into a church. In the name of Jesus. And when you preach, people will be blessed. Because of the anointing. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We need to do real ministry. It is in doing real ministry that we see fruits and also receive help from God. Hallelujah. It is God who is building his church. It is God who is building his church. And he has called us to be part of the work he's doing. Prophet, you are welcome. He has called us to be part of the work he is doing. Hallelujah. And as Bishop said and Bishop Edifabian said, it's a privilege. It's an honor. It's not a sacrifice. How many of you will say that you are sacrificing if you were called to go and be at the presidency as a press secretary? Would you say you are sacrificing? You will not say you are sacrificing. People want to be ministers and I see them at interview, is it interview, what, what they do is called what, vetting. It's almost like interview. I see them at vetting, people were shouting on top of their voices. They become so humble because they want posts. They don't say that they are going, and none of them think that he or she is going to sacrifice. They feel honored to be called to be ministers of state. Hallelujah. And we must, of all people, be even more honored and privileged. Feel more honored and privileged that we are ministers of the gospel. We are shepherds. 
Shepherding is God's own work. He is the chief shepherd. And Jesus is the good shepherd. God's own work that we are doing. Hallelujah. And it's a privilege. I remember many years ago, I had a dream. When I had a dream, I saw somebody who was a doctor. And still a doctor. You can't be a doctor and stop being a doctor. So he was a doctor, still a doctor. But in the dream, that was a doctor. He's not a doctor now, but he was a doctor. And I was in a queue to go and see this doctor. So that whatever was happening, he would help me. Then he pointed, I was, I was, I think, the fourth or whatever in the queue. Then he pointed to me and said that you in the queue, come. When I went, I thought, okay, like, he, maybe I've gained some favor and he's just trying to attend to me before they rest. Then he said, help me. Come and join me to do this work. I said, hey, but I'm not a doctor. How can I help you to do this work? He said, don't worry. You can help. And I felt in the dream, I felt so honored that I came to see the doctor. But the doctor has now called me to also be a doctor. That is going to be your story in the name of Jesus. But what am I saying? I felt honored. I felt honored. You get it. So we, we are honored. We are privileged to be gathered here for this world spiritual summit. World spiritual summit. We are honored as ministers of heaven to be here attending this conference. We may not have flown uh, um, planes to Davos and places in Switzerland. We have taken cars to this world spiritual summit. And we are happy that we have been equipped. We have been equipped to do God's work. Something that God himself does. It's so important and dear to God's heart that he even sent his son to die to come and do this work. I mean his son. He said come and die and do this work. What would you die for? You would die to go to America. You would die for a woman. You would die to do it. But he said, go and whatever you are ready to die for, it means that thing must be very important. Whatever you are ready and prepared to die for, it means that thing is very important. God was willing to take on the form of man to humble himself. You know, many times people think Easter was very... It's very sad. Jesus died on the cross. But I think the saddest moment was when he had to take on the form of man. When he had to become man. Because he lowered himself. Pa! When he was going to die, I would say, but for the joy set before him, at least he knew that he was going to go back to his glory. So it must be very, it must have been very painful, but at least to become man in the first place. It's you who believe yourself. It is you who have made me lipstick and you have dressed and you have kind of, you think that man is wild. Wow, look at how wild, look at how, how good you feel by your big chain that you have put on. But he had to humble himself. Why? To do this work of shepherding. Shepherding. 
that we are doing. So you are very, very important and you are in the best occupation and best whatever that you can ever find. So put your hands together for Jesus for yourself. This is what he came to do. This is what he came to do. Hallelujah. He came to do, be a shepherd so that man will be turned back to God. Man will be shepherded back to God. And whatever he came to do, he, as he came to be a shepherd, he also set for us a pattern. He also set for us a pattern. He showed us the way to do the work of the shepherd. He used his life as an example for us so that we also will follow to become good shepherds. Hallelujah. We also will follow to become good shepherds. And what did he do? He did following Christ will make you do real shepherding work. Following Christ will make you be a real shepherd. A real shepherd. A shepherd who is interested in the sheep. What makes you a shepherd? You are a shepherd because of the sheep. So without the sheep, you are not a shepherd. Without the sheep, you are only having a, 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 an appointment. You are going for a walk. <laughs> without the sheep, you are going for a walk with a staff or you are a butcher. So what makes you a shepherd is, is the sheep. So you need to know how to relate and to deal with the sheep so that the sheep will feel that I have a shepherd. And how did Jesus do it? How did Jesus do it? We saw the other day that Jesus did it, first of all, by setting, giving us the example of prayer. We have no, we have no right to introduce any new thing into it or to vary it. He did it by prayer. You can never be a, a better shepherd than Jesus. If Jesus did it by prayer, why don't you want to pray? And why wouldn't you also do it by prayer? He prayed so much that at the point, his disciples went to and said, teach us to pray. But what do the sheep go to the shepherd for these days? Has your sheep ever come to you to tell you to teach him how to him or her how to do some things? They come and ask you to teach them how to do banking <laughs> and other things, but not things like this. I had some sheep, and they were always following one particular shepherd. And they were always asking him about how to do business, how to do things, how to because that's what they were seeing. But they saw Jesus praying. They saw him praying. He was always praying. They would sleep. By the time they woke up, Jesus was praying. They all went to sleep late. They all went to sleep late. By the time they woke up, Jesus was praying. And so they used to talk among themselves. That, what is this about? What is this thing that this man is always praying? How does it help him? How does it help him? There must be something to this thing. So they went to say, Lord, teach us to make money. Is that what they said? Teach us 
to what? Pray. Teachers, because they saw him, he was always praying. And then he taught them how to pray. So throughout Jesus' ministry, he had the foundation of prayer. So yesterday I said that prayer is the foundation of every ministry. As a shepherd, you need to pray. Hallelujah. And that is what Jesus, you see, you may do all other things, but without praying, you will not have a good foundation. You cannot substitute it with any other thing. And we also got to know about the, why he prayed. We said prayer was very important, isn't it? Prayer will make you a man of faith. This work we are doing is all about faith. It's all about faith. It's all about faith. And prayer will make you a man of faith. Hallelujah. It will, it will make you a man and woman of authority. Look, this is about, this thing here is a, it's a, it's about power. This work we are doing is about power. It's about, it's not about, you see, we are fighting someone who is also strong. He's also strong, so it's about power. It's not like just about gathering people and talking to them, gathering people and talking to them. Look, Bible says you cannot just go into somebody's house and if he has a person, you go and take his goods and come and share. You need first to bind that man. You need first to bind that man. So it's about power. He didn't, he didn't just say you cannot go to a man. He said you cannot go to a strong man. So he even referred to the man as a strong man. So it's about power. And that power is not going to come by lifting weights or by speaking good English. It's going to come through prayer. Hallelujah. And prayer will make you a man and a woman of power and authority. Amen. We need, you see, the ability to say to somebody, go and he will go. Come and he will come and it's not like to get somebody who is working to come and sit here at this time throughout this week and say, I'm coming to listen to the word of God. It's power. It's power at work. If you like, try it and see. To take somebody from UK and say that go to Mali, a lawyer in UK say, go to Mali and be a missionary. What do you think this is? This is power and authority that comes from God. And you have that power, you have that authority if you pray, you, you become a man or woman of prayer. Hallelujah. So we need to pray. We need to pray because it is a, it's about fighting demons where you are. You think Satan is happy to see you there. The sheep that come to church, you think the devil is happy for them to come to church? No. He is always devising means and ways to get them out of church. Because these people who are coming to church were people who were, if you like, with him. He is using. One day a lady came to church and she decided to stay in church. She gave her life to Christ. I think for some time, she even joined a choir or something, but one day we were having service. And when we closed, we saw this nice convertible um, car. I think it's a Jaguar. 
parked across the street. We saw four big guys in the car looking into the church. And it's like they were looking, who is the pastor? They were asking. So we were wondering what was happening. Not knowing that this girl was this guy's girlfriend. And for some time, the guy has been looking for the girl and, and, and he actually bought the girl a Benz. Nice Benz. And she, she was using it. But when she came to know Christ, she was no longer taking the Benz to visit him. And she was coming to church. So I think for a period of about three months or so, he had not seen the lady. Anytime he called the girl, he would say, oh, give stories. So he, somebody told him that this lady has started attending this church. And you know how it is. When we close, we don't close. So when we close, we don't close. So she wasn't going home. And so the man and this guy decided to come to the church. That is, the strong man want to come for his sheep. You have, he will come for his goat. But he come for his something. When we closed from church after some time, we heard that they went to the girl's house. He went to face her and warned her not to come to the church again, threatened that I'll collect my car from you if you go to that church again. I said, wow. I won't tell you the rest of the story. <laughs> I said, wow. But, you see, for the lady to come to church, it meant that something had happened in the realm of the spirit. Some devil's pulled and power over her life had to be broken for her to come to church. Had to be broken. That is why when your sheep come to church, you see new people in the choir, new people in the church, take their names and pray over them and keep breaking the hold and the power of the enemy over their lives. Otherwise, they will go back. Because it's not them. At least I know it's not them. Because I've been there before and it wasn't me. I've been there before that. It wasn't me. I didn't want to do the things I was doing. I admired Christians. And I wanted to go to church. If you are, if you are really truthful, you know that I really had, I wanted to go to church, but I couldn't. Even if I went to church, somehow I'll go back. Because it wasn't me. Someone had to pray. I remember one 31st night. I've forgotten 31st. I got born again 87. So that 31st will be 86. But I don't know whether it's before or after. But 31st night. I remember my mother came home. And then she said that whilst we were entering the new year and they asked them to pray. Everybody was asked to say one thing that God should do for him or her. And she said, she, she, all the prayer she prayed, she told me, all the prayer she prayed, with me, God, save this, my son. That's all the prayer. And she came to tell me, after I had gone to this school and I had come home, she said, me, I just prayed that God will save you. And that was the year I got born again. The power and the hold of the enemy over my life was broken. That year I got born again. And I didn't even get born again because anybody witnessed to me. I got born again because I saw people getting born again. 
and I asked them, I want to be like them. So teach me the prayer you pray. And they taught me the prayer they prayed. And since then, I've never looked back. She prayed! She prayed. Otherwise, some people had come to talk to me. I'll go. If I, even, I even went to speak in tongues. Some people made me to speak in tongues. But the pole was still there. They did that. They said, you should all speak in tongues. See, I'm telling you, you should not take your sheep for granted. Pray for the sheep. When they come and they are dancing, don't assume that. Look, Paul was always praying for the sheep. He was always praying. He was praying that, Lord, I pray that you understand who Christ is and what Christ has done for you. I pray, I pray, I pray. So as I was there, they were doing Holy Ghost baptism. And I wasn't praying in tongues. I didn't know what happened. And he said, I should say, the tongues was, I said, say, keep us, keep us, keep us, keep us, keep us, keep us, So the faster he says that the thing looks like tongues. But I said, ah, then I heard somebody saying, Shule Baba Hidu. Shule Baba Hidu. Then I turned. I said, Shule Baba Hidu. Shule Baba Hidu. He said, yeah, 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 you are speaking tongues. But I wasn't, I was just speaking tongues. It was not three days. I didn't go back to that church again. It was not three days. You, the mere fact that the person even came generally to speak in tongues does not mean you should stop praying for that person. Even up till now, what is Jesus doing? He is seated at the right hand of God and he is still praying, 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 praying for us because he knows there is someone out there lacking, like looking for you and I again to take you back. Maybe this year you pray for your sheep and your sheep was able to overcome. They didn't backslide. Now, maybe the guy that came into the, into the life of the sheep was okay. Maybe a normal guy. Now, Satan is preparing a guy you cannot refuse. I'm telling you. Satan is, it's just some of you, you have not fallen into certain temptations because you haven't been tempted. You have not been tempted. Because when the guy came to tempt to 40,000, you had 60,000 in your account. So the pray, pray, pastor's prayer, five minutes prayer worked for you. But next time, the devil prepares someone who will come with one million. One million. Plus Dubai. Hey! That time you forget your pastor's phone number. That's where you know whether you, you are being protected or not. Whether your ship is protected or not. So that is why we need to pray. Just as Jesus, even as we are pastors and bishops and popes, he's still at the right hand of God, interceding and praying for us. That is what the chief shepherd is doing. And you are here, you are not praying for your ship. You're only sending WhatsApp to your ship. You have to pray. And so Jesus did it. And we have to follow the example of Jesus. It's about power. Something, Shishak, is still around. Shishak is taking the heart of your sheep from church. He's taking the heart of your sheep from church. So defend the sheep. David defended the sheep by fighting. Fighting 
uh, 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 lions and bears fighting. And we are, we are not fighting physical lions and bears, but we are fighting spiritual seashacks. In fact, the lions and the bears of today, you have, they are even wilder. The things that are taking our sheep out of the church, they are wilder. The sheep is in church. 40 years, she's not married. Every day, she sees people kissing in church as maybe you may kiss your bride. And then we said, your kissing is too short. Continue. Photographer, come. And the sheep is there. She's not married. Do you think it's easy for the sheep? She needs a certain power to keep her in the church. Yeah. Because she shall may easily bring another person to come and solve her issues for her. So don't think, don't, don't think that, you see, the sheep, when, sometimes you may think that it's actually, the sheep is strong, the sheep is not strong. You have to pray for the sheep. Yeah. You have to pray for the sheep. One sheep like that, she came to say, said, Daddy, now dear, I had thing. I had thing. He said, when I see the Weddings. And I'm, I'm over 35, so you can imagine. I had thing, and I'll tell her, God, God, it will work. But then when you go, you have to see this sheep. You have to pray for this sheep for strength. Hallelujah. And Jesus is always praying for us. Hallelujah. So we need to pray. We need to pray. Please don't, instead of prayer, let us not be like Rehoboam. And bring in any other thing. Do you, you get it? And bring in any other thing. Let's keep to that prayer. That's what Jesus did. Call them by name. Call them, but that's why we have fellowship shepherds, ministry shepherds, satellite shepherds. As the pastor is calling the pastors by name, the pastors are supposed to call the shepherds, ministry shepherds by name. Ministry shepherds are supposed to call fellowship shepherds by name. Fellowship shepherds are supposed to call each member under you by name. And let each and everyone be covered. Be covered. Mention their names. And if it's not particular people with particular problems, pray for them. Because the lion and the bear, they are out there. The lion of unemployment. They are all there competing for the sheep's soul. Hallelujah. So Jesus did that, and he is the chief shepherd. Hallelujah. And what did he do again? He prayed. He prayed. So a shepherd, sorry, he taught the word. And that is why Peter told the rest that we should not, listen, listen, we should not, we have backslidden. And I told the other that the first step to becoming a good shepherd and going back to real shepherding is to acknowledge that you have backslidden. Acknowledge that what you are doing, you know, Charlie, if you are honest and sincere, you will know that your heart no did anything inside. You are doing it because of something. But really, something else is what you want to do. So Peter noted, ah, Peter told, how come it wasn't uh, Bartholomew who said it, but Peter who said it? Peter told the child, guys, guys, we have deviated. We have deviated because the whole world is making us think that this is nice. 
Everybody said, oh, I like the way you do your things. I like the way you care for, for, for us. I mean, it, the other people, when we were hungry, they, never mind, they would never mind us. But ever since you took over, the sharing of food has been very, very systematic and everybody gets his food on time. You are a good Danny Hall prefect. Things have changed ever since you took over. How come the other guys were not doing that? How come your master, Jesus, was not doing like that? They are even making you feel like you are better than Jesus. Because we are with him. When we are hungry, he make us be hungrier, and then you just do one miracle, and even when the food comes and some are left, you just say, you people should gather it. You will not let us take it home as take away. But look at you. You are so good with us. You like us. You can stay with us. He said, let me say, don't let people confuse you to introduce any variations to what God wants you to do. Peter said, yes, what we are doing looks good. It looks like we are doing something nice, but this is not what Jesus did. This is not it. This is not it. So let's go back. So after prayer, he said, the word. Let's go back to the word. And let me tell shepherds, if there's anything we should go back to and do the real, it is preaching the real word. The real word, the real word of God. You know, we need to do that. Because Paul told us that in the last days, Shishak will come in a certain way. He predicted it. 2 Timothy 4. Three and four. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. They will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts, they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching years. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth. And shall be turned unto fables. Fables. So Paul saw it. And Anansesem. Many of the word that you are hearing is Anansesem. Anansesem. Just to, you see, just to make you happy. That is what, that is what is happening. We don't want to hear, you see, the people don't want to hear. So Paul is saying, they will not want to hear sound doctrine. So if you don't take care, you will introduce a variation to the doctrine and also teach it the way they want to hear. At your cell meetings, at your services, you will, you will preach it the way they want to hear. Instead of which Rehoboam put brass. You will teach it the way they want to hear. But I realize, Stories. We have told stories ah, that now people don't even believe in heaven and hell again. Because the faith comes by hearing. It's the more they hear about heaven and hell that they will believe in heaven and hell. It comes by hearing. Ask the average Christian about heaven and hell. He cannot tell you and she cannot tell you. Ask the average Christian about the Holy Spirit. Even ask people about the gift of the Spirit. They will tell you faith, and they will tell you joy, joy, peace, righteousness. 
They will tell you about the fruit of the Spirit. They don't even know what is the gift of the Spirit. What's the difference? But they know about all verses in making money. But I tell you, if you preach the real word there, you will see that money, money is in it. Real money. Those who have preached real word, those who have stuck to the real thing, eh, are the people God has blessed with what you are looking for that you have changed. You have changed the word. You have changed the word. At least the example I have seen in the ministry of my father, Bishop Dagiwad Mills, is that if you stick to the real thing, instead of going after the things that will follow when you see the real thing, you will, not, you will rather get it. But if you go after and neglect the real, you will chase it and you will never get it. But that should not be your story in Jesus' name. We should preach as shepherds the real word because real word is feeding the sheep. Jesus called us as shepherds to feed the sheep. His sheep. Jesus said unto Peter, feed my, my sheep. And Jesus has his own food he has prepared for us to use to feed the sheep. He knows what the sheep should eat to become mega sheep. Yeah. You want your sheep to be a mega sheep? Give your sheep good diet. Good food. And who is a better cook than God? He is the one who made the sheep and made the soul and created the food of the soul. He created the food of the soul. He gave us, you see, say man shall not live by bread alone. So he gave us bread. As for the bread, whatever bread you want to eat, if you want to eat fufu, you want to eat aquene, you want to eat fritter, all those ones, that one, is your, that is the flesh one. You get it. But not bread that we see rice alone. There is another kind of food. And that one is the shepherd who is the chef. Is the shepherd who is the chef and who is the cook. As for the other one, your wife can cook, um, Tobas can cook, don't mind your wife, all Tobas can cook it and the flesh will go and eat it. But the other food for the soul, who is the chef and who is the cook? I, the, I, I am the chef, you the shepherd, you are the chef. And you are the cook. And you have to learn how to cook. As you are learning how to cook good food, Jollof rice. One of the things that made my wife, that made me to propose to my wife earlier than I should have was her jollof. I had in mind to propose. Do you get it? But I ate some jollof bee. Hey! Jollof powder, you did pork, and the pork will be down, down, down there. You have to finish it. And I realized that this jollof is nice. So if I had in mind to propose maybe um, six months, I proposed six months earlier. Yeah. Because the food was nice and she can cook. Hey. Oh, man. Hey. She can cook. 
But you, can you cook for the soul? That the soul will eat and the soul will say, ah, I was going to make up my mind too, in two months time. But because of this jollof word I have eaten, this jollof word is making me make my mind now. Making my mind now. It's a now jollof. It's a now. You see? And that food, it is God who has prepared it. Already, it's ready made. He said, you just take the food. And give it to the sheep. You may think that, oh, the sheep will not like it. But he says that is what the sheep needs. Give it and give. Don't say the sheep is tired of hearing about this and hearing about so. I want to say something else so the sheep will be happy. No. Give it to the, the soul. It's, it's good for the sheep. Have you seen a soul before? Have you seen a soul before? You, haven't, you don't even know how a soul looks like. You don't even know how a soul look like, looks like. The best you say that the soul is the seat of your emotions. But have you seen the emotion working before? But God, he, he knows. He has seen the soul before. He, he knows that. He, he can, look, as we are here, we are looking at human beings. He's looking at us, we, at us properly. The soul, he's looking at us. He knows every soul here, the tall ones. You see, some of us, we are tall by flesh. We are short by flesh. You get it? By if you have eyes. Uh, if you have eyes, see that, The guy, he tall, he tall, he tall. He's a giant. It's because of the flesh. Have you seen a soul before? He has seen a soul before. And he said, this is what the soul should eat. Give him to eat. And you say, eh, now you have become big. So you too have learned how to cook. Even if you have learned how to cook, then add the, 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 the ingredient of the word. But you have gone to take some word from somewhere. Instead of feeding the sheep, you are confusing them. You are making them koshiako. Some of you, the food you are giving to the sheep, eh? that's why your sheep don't come to church. Oh. They are sick. So every Sunday morning, their sickness will come. Their sickness will come. Their rheumatism will come. Koshiako will come. And you see, this type of sickness, they are spiritual. So the, 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 the um, medication for that sickness in the realm of the spirit is that sleep. Sleep. If your soul is sick with Koshiako, sleep. If your soul is overweight, watch DSTV. Tuesday service, oh, what? The way your soul is not balanced, you should watch Manchester United. That is what is happening. Because we are not giving, if you give them the real food to eat, you will see that they will be balanced. And they will always want to eat more. They will always want to eat more. They always want to eat. So Jesus said, Peter, Peter, feed my sheep. Not your sheep. Feed my sheep. Hallelujah. So what did, he, what did he Jesus himself do? He went about, in Matthew 9, 35, he went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their churches, if you like. 
teaching in their churches and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. He was teaching and preaching. He didn't vary it. And if you like, look at Jesus' preaching. The, straight to the point. Straight to the salvation of the soul. Even if it had to do with money, straight to the salvation of the soul. Anything has to end up with the salvation of the soul. That's it. Even the money, you, you will get money. Who told you you won't get money? You will get money. But the money is, you will get it so much so that it will aid the salvation of the soul. It will aid it. So preach. Paul said in Romans 1, Jesus, so the foundation of the word, as we are following the example of Jesus, every shepherd get the word and preach the word. Romans 1, 1 and 4. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, verse 3, concerning his son Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So what is the gospel of God? It's about Jesus Christ, the son of God. Is that it? This is all the food we are supposed to give. There should never be any time you dish out a meal to any sheep without ending with Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Jesus should be found in it. He should be seen in it. That is what will make the food nutritious. And then your children say, my pastor is the best cook. That's my secret. That's my secret. They will ask, why do people come to your fellowship like that? What will come for your meetings like that? They say, that's my secret. My pastor, my shepherd, I don't know what he says, but somehow, I just like listening to him preach. I just like listening, going to church. I just like it. Because there's something concerning his son, Jesus Christ. That is the gospel. So that even if it is prophecies, it's about Jesus. If it's about money, it's about Jesus. If it's about crowds, it's about Jesus. If it's about anything, it's a, the, what, it's a, what are we? We are supposed to preach the gospel. And the gospel is concerning his son, Jesus Christ. And you think that when you preach Jesus Christ, people will not come to your church. Then look at this church. Look at this church. Preaching Jesus Christ. Look at the example, if you like, also that we need to give examples so that we see. You may have another example. But look at the example of, um, by the grace of God, Light Church Chapel International. The messages that our bishop preaches, always to the Christ. Always to the Christ. Not to the point, to the Christ. Always to the Christ. And then people have flourished. People have prospered. People have done well. And then the church has increased. Because why? God has honored. You see, God doesn't honor your word. He honors his word. He doesn't honor your word. What is your word? He honors his word. 
That is why if even we gather alone in Accra, Tema, at the Independence Square, Accra, Tema, not like the whole of Ghana, Accra, Tema, by preaching Christ, by preaching Christ, we fill the whole place by preaching Christ. So what do you have you to go to the, go to the real ministry of the word as a shepherd and preach Christ and him crucified? What's the concerning? The gospel is called, the gospel called, from Genesis to Revelations, it's about Jesus. Is that not so? That's a, a, um, there's a song like that. It's a song, I've forgotten. Something like that. So, it's about Jesus. Hallelujah. And when you do that, you would see that you will be blessed. So, make your word powerful. How do you make the word powerful? Because I'm just, I'm sure I'm looking at it, but I'm just going on the word and prayer. So, I'm now on the word. The word. You see, just as you prepare, your mother can teach you to do good jollof. You can also allow yourself to be taught to prepare good word, good food for the soul. You get it. So your word must be fresh. Your word should feed the sheep. So for the word you are preaching, if a sheep eats, the sheep will die. It's poison. The sheep will have running stomach. <laughs> The sheep will have running stomach and the sheep will die because it's, it's um, food poisoning. The word of is food poisoning. Hallelujah. Make your word rich. But it's steady to show yourself approved. Study. And you must rightly divide the word, rightly preach the word to the Christ. To the Christ. So, how, what must you do? First of all, like Bishop Ogo said, you need anointing. You need, so your, the words that, Jesus said, the words that I preach, they are, they are powerful with good construction of English. The words that I preach, they are, they are, no, 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 he didn't say all those things that you do. Now I see you, and you are going, and you are coming. Yeah! Everybody say, yeah! No, it's not yet. The word has been, they are not yet. Oh. The year comes when the sheep has eaten and the food has become sweet. And then the sheep cannot sit down. And the sheep will say, oh, this word is nice. Like you are going to put your hands together for me now. You put it together and I said the word is, uh-huh. Oh, this word is nice. Eh? And out of the heart, the children say, yeah! Let them shout all the years. You ask them, what did pastor preach today? The service was nice. What did he talk about? Oh, everybody was standing. Eh? So what is that did he talk about? Oh, you should have come yourself. <laughs> it was powerful. You should have been there. No, no, no. It's not you should have been the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. And what will make the word spirit and life is the anointing. Is the anointing. Is the anointing. Hallelujah. Is the anointing. Then see, when you learn, even if you are not anointed, 
like you don't know how to cook, but you look at your mother cook, and you do the same thing, you have some effect. Even if you are not anointed, but you speak what he spoke, and say what he said, somehow it will work. It, 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 it will still bring the anointing. Amen. So you should make your preaching rich. Shepherd, preach well. Preach well. One of the ways you can preach well is to look at somebody who is a good preacher with fruits and results. Look for someone who is a good preacher with fruits and results, like Jesus. And then, in our time, for instance, I read books written by my bishop to preach well. To preach well. When I came, I showed you the book I was preaching from. Transform your pastoral ministry. And what am I doing? I am preaching Christ to you. Yes. And it has made me a better preacher. Because of reading his book and listening to his preaching as a preacher with fruits and results. With fruits. He says sometimes you should not just, when you want to do something, look at the person's fruits and results. Because wisdom is justified by her children. Do you get it? So look at it. Don't just do anything. Do you get it? Just look at the fruits. Just preaching. Today, as I mean, I, I never, whenever did I think I'll be a preacher? No, people, preachers are Bishop Ogo, Bishop Fabian, even now, they are the preachers. They are the preachers. When you look at this, this man, this is, this is God's servant. I was nowhere near taking a word to preach for people like you to listen to me. Ah, what do, what, what, I want to say, what do you mean? What do, what do I mean? <laughs> no, no way. But I have learned how to cook good food for the soul. Just as my wife learned how to cook good jollof for me from the mother. From my bishop. And then the food I've cooked, souls have eaten and souls are happy. Today, souls all over the world call me to come and serve them some of this jollof. Some of this jollof. Some of this jollof. Hey! I remember pure white man. He told me that he has bought a pulpit. He will never preach from the pulpit until I preach from the pulpit. And he sent me a picture. This is the pulpit. If you don't come and preach from this pulpit, I can't preach from it. I said, wow. Me. Follow up director. Just walking around and then I was told, read. Listen to messages. Read. Listen to me. Pray. And I just did that. When I, when I go for follow-up meeting, I will just take the book and serve the food like that. And you know what happened? In fact, actually, it's my mother-in-law who first cooked the food. And then I ate it. Then I realized that her daughter can cook the same food. And I ate it also. Do you get it? 
So my father's food, I just dish it. So to, to, let, to preach well, you get it, look for somebody. And I recommend that we have a lot of materials here that can make your food taste nice. Hey. Hey. What's up for? Yay. I will preach and there will not be any black. You see, like Bishop said, most of the time when you see a black man say, I'm going abroad to go and preach, he's going to preach to black people. Ghanaians and Nigerians. But as I go to serve this food, you will see that I'm the only black person there. Only black person. White. They are there. When I finish, they will come and they will come and shake my hand. Even they will come and shake her hand. The way the, the food that I took, which is in the form of a book, they will tell that I should sign it. And then I was like, like that. I came with my jollof. The word of God. And this, oh man. Look, after this conference, if you don't change, your food doesn't change. No, no, voila. The ingredient you need for good, good food for the soul is here. It's here. You get it and you preach. So, and also, let your preaching be relevant. We shall print out on it yesterday. But let your, you see, some of us, the sheep we are feeding, it's as if we are feeding ourselves. You are supposed to I know someone who gave birth and the baby was premature. And then they have told the person how to feed the baby. Because you cannot feed a God the, the intestines and things have not developed the way it is. So it cannot, the digestion and things cannot take place the way when you eat your fufu. It goes. So they give this, give this. And as the baby is maturing, gaining weight, you change it, you change it, you change it. So, different people and how the food you give to them. Do you get it? And how you serve it. So make your preaching rich. Jesus said, feed my sheep. We are not feeding the sheep. The sheep is eating from elsewhere and that is why they are not interested in our word again. They are feeding elsewhere. They are not interested in our word again. Amen. Make your preaching relevant. You are here. When you are preaching, don't preach on top of your sheep. Be current. Be current. Know the problems of your sheep. And how would you know the problems of your sheep if you don't visit them? Yesterday, Bishop Prince was telling us how he visited a sheep. And he saw where the sheep was staying. A sheep whose house was hanging on a cliff. And then Bishop Ogo told me about the sheep. And I also told about the sheep I visited one day. Hey! Some of you, you have to treat your sheep well. Oh. That is why when the day Jesus visited us, he, he, he loved us. God loves you. You are a hero. You don't know. You are a hero for being around for two years without sex and you are not married you are a hero I'm telling you you are a hero for being here you are you have not married one of my sisters one of the ladies in the church the man told her she's not married a man a wonderful man 
Then he told her, if only you, you sleep together, I'll marry you. And Charlie, the guy was nice. What? Nice man. With broad chest. You know, we will have broad chest. You see how we are. Nice man. With broad chest. And she came to tell me. So look at what, look at what he's telling me. Wow. I said, you are, you are a champion. You are a hero and a champion by marrying one wife and sticking to one wife. Because no animal stays with only one female. It's unnatural. <laughs> Even Abraham couldn't do it. And no, Jesus saw it when he visited us. When he visited us, hey, it's so easy. The people are suffering. The people are, look, before the angels came, when they came, they saw the daughters of men, they didn't go back. That's what I'm saying. You, are, you, you, are, you don't know how. You, look, the whole six years, you have done it only once. God has forgiven you, but you don't take it. You are still a champion. You are still a champion. Six years, you have done it. It's not good, but you are still a champion. Day they came, God sent them for follow-up. When they saw the daughters of men, they said, Wallahi, Wallahi, Talahi, I ain't gonna go back. I won't go back. I can go back to that worship I used to do. I'm here to the daughters of men. Hey! He said, Hey, Charlie, this, this and worship be different, you know. They, but we are still here. Jesus came, He saw us. So He saw, that's why Jesus can identify with our weaknesses. You see, when you so so you could see that Jesus, when Jesus is Jesus, Jesus's love eh, is beyond whatever. It's beyond, because why? He visited us, he saw our houses, he saw where we lived. So even the way he treats us and deals with us, that's why his mercies never end. It's never, never, ever, ever faithful. Why am I saying that? One day I visited a ship. And after I visited the ship, it, it informed the way I preached. When I visited the ship, hey, the ship was in some way deep, 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 somewhere that I won't mention. The suburb somewhere where I, I, I'm a pastor. When I went just by a house, it's a very big gutter. And the gutter serves as the toilet for the whole community. So once you are in the house, you can you could hear para, para, te, oh, bo, Depending on what you uploaded, then you download. So I said, and as I was standing there, the place was smelling. Hey. And I had to pack my car for and walk almost 20 minutes to get there. And then she told me that she doesn't wear her dress to church from the house. So all her things are in carrier bags and it's otherwise to smell. So she'll go, she'll travel to a friend's house and change and go to 
church. One day, can you believe it? I was standing there with her choir director. And she came for meeting late. When the choir director saw her, I come and see blastings. You! You will not come for meeting. You will not sing tomorrow. You will not dance another. As the crowd danced, I was looking at him. And I asked, have you visited her before? Have you visited her before? Then he said, no. Then I understood. You see, most of us, the way we preach, we, we don't identify with the sheep because we don't talk to them. We don't talk to them. We don't talk to them. You mean you don't care? Hey, I don't care what you are going through. I don't care what you are seeing. You don't care the person 45 years, she's not married. You don't care? Don't talk by heart. Don't talk by heart. Say, God, God, that is not difficult for God to do, but don't tell the person, I don't care. And this statement, see me, I, I found it so, this is when I walk with a man of God who had lost his wife. And this man, very big man of God, had lost his wife, and he, he said he went to church. And as we were doing the service, the worship leader was, he said, I don't care what you are going to today. Everybody lift up your hand. And, and, said, and that was the first time he got to know that, hey, the question I've been saying it for a long time, oh, but what was the first time? Hey, so you don't care. <laughs> so you don't care. I said, when he, I said, ah, even the way we talk, you may, you have to find a nice way to say that. How can you even say this one? But no matter what you are going through, God still is there. God will do it for you. And the person, look, this my brother, someone cares. Who told you you don't, who told you, you don't care about what? So identify with your sheep. If you are a pastor, know what is happening. What is happening around. Know what is happening around. Amen. You are going to give your sheep food to eat. And your sheep is living in an area they eat snakes. Then go and quote from the scriptures. Yeah, which of you, who when your father gives you snake, you ask for father bread, he'll give you snake. Then you say, ah. We, we, snake is a delicacy here. So why do you say, which of you, you know, Jesus said it. But when Jesus was saying, he was saying to people who didn't like snakes. Jews who didn't like snakes. Do you get it? But maybe, where, I don't know about you, but my father has eaten snake before. Python. He used my mother's pan to cook this, um, this python. My mother told she she'd never bring the pan to the house again. So he's only, he's, he cook only his food in that pan. But he ate snake. And some of you, maybe you eat snake. Who eats snake here? Python, python. Yeah. Ah, yeah, the gentleman there. He eats python. Yeah. And it's, ah, yeah, it's nice. You should try it and see. It's, it's nice. It makes you slim. <laughs> what am I saying? Make sure that if Jesus was talking to people who, if it, had, it was something that said, which of you will give me a pork? Let your preaching be relevant. Really, look, Jesus, he was preaching somewhere. He was preaching somewhere and he said something. He was preaching somewhere and he says, Luke chapter 13 verse 4. He says, all those 18 
or those 18 upon whom the tower in Salem fell and slew them, think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem? In other words, Jesus knew about the accident that had happened. And where did he hear? He heard it on the news. He read it in the papers that a certain tower had fallen on people. You'll be there and say, me, I don't, I don't listen to anything. I don't know what is happening. I only go and seek the face of God. You don't know anything. And when they mention Trump, say, who is Trump? Who is Trump? That is why the people don't understand what you are saying. You know, some of you, you think, it, I mean, too much of everything is bad though. But you, it is also, it is also not a plus that you don't know what is happening around you. It's not a plus. It's not spiritual. It doesn't make you spiritual to know that you don't know what the youth are saying. You don't know what they are saying. No, it's not right. You should know what they are saying. So when you are preaching, you can use it as examples so that they can identify, oh, this is what I do. You can use examples. Jesus used examples that were relevant. He didn't come and just say things that people didn't understand. I mean, for instance, if you go to America and go and preach about um, you can, I wonder if many people in America will be fasting for jobs. That when you went the whole the, the week of prayer and fasting for jobs, it's not their problem. It's not their problem. They told you they, they, they do the one jobs. You get it. But when you come here, jobs is our problem. So when you are preaching, when you are preaching, talk about things. And preaching is not just only when you are I'm preaching like this. So preaching as a shepherd, you are talking to your sheep, you are counseling your sheep, you are talking to your, you have to make your food relevant to them to meet their needs. Are you getting what I'm saying? Relevant and to meet their needs. Don't just talk. Don't just talk. When you do that, you are not helping the sheep. The sheep will say, you don't understand what I'm going through. Many times when I hear a bishop preach at the first love church, the examples that he uses, many times, you know, he, you can know the type of who he's talking to. Because if you look at us, those, those who are older, they don't have sexual desires. Meticulous that also. Those who are older, they don't have, you can ask those who are wise for some time. They all become brothers and sisters to their husbands. They become brothers and sisters to their husbands. The sex that you, you have told yourself that when I'm married, hey, when I'm married, my husband will not leave home. I will make sure that I do him show like paracetamol. Two morning, two afternoon, two evening to cure all ailments. I will do that. They are saying that too. Because they are hot. They are on fire. You don't wear. So when you are talking to them, you have to use this kind of examples that pono. I wonder how many old people will be watching pornography. Even when they watch it, what are they going to use it for? 
are there with their sister. They and their sister, they are there in the room. They are just flowing with their little, little even, even when they are going to sleep, they will call their, their last born, come and sleep. <laughs> come and, come and, tonight you sleep with us. It's a message. It's a message. Tonight you sleep with us. It's as if they are, they are but it's, it's their own way of doing their things. This, <laughs> they are the, they, that's their problem. They are the ones who are watching pornography. You are watching some of the things they say. You don't even know what they are talking about. So when you are talking to them, and we, we also have our own problems. Yeah. So we also give you the food that you need. They have to give you the food that you need. So the food should be relevant. Don't just put junk in their mouth because we heard somebody in America saying something. So if you have brought it to Ghana, what do you mean? I don't know, we are dancing. We are Michael Jackson. Take your time. Prepare your word. Go to the Bible. Go into messages. Take preaching, 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 preaching. In fact, just to run off, because we are just a few minutes of time. Just run to make your preaching and your ministry, your shepherdal ministry, to combine your shepherdal ministry relevant and, 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 and work well and transform. You should also look at a shepherd who is doing well and follow the shepherd. Yes. It's come, it comes with all this. Follow the shepherd. Yeah. Some of us, we are not shepherds, we are carpenters. And butchers. But there is a shepherd who has been shepherding sheep for, sheep for a long time and the sheep are growing and becoming big. Look at a shepherd who has made a sheep and the sheep has organized a conference like this. What shepherd is this? The shepherd who he has a sheep and the sheep has organized a conference like this with, if you like, other sheepsies. <laughs> that shepherd must be a mega shepherd. And if I were you, if I were you, I would say, ah, how does he do it? And then I will start, I will start to say, Lord, let me follow this shepherd. Let me follow this shepherd. Let me follow. He said you will answer the follow-up director. Today I can see that the follow-up director is a bishop and he's preaching. Hey! This shepherd must be a good shepherd. So let me follow let me follow. You see, a lot of us have problems is that we don't know who to follow. Or first, we don't know what to do. And if when we know what to do, we don't know who to follow. You don't just follow. <laughs> see somebody. You want to be, if you want to be, when Memphis Depay went to Manchester United, he said he wanted to score like Ronaldo. He said he was always watching Ronaldo's uh, video. Then also. If you want to be a shepherd, you have to look for a shepherd who has been blessed by God and follow. Follow. 
follow? How do you follow? Get the person's words. Get the person's words. And they are here. They are here. They are here. Get the words. I have this word. I listen to it over and over again. Apart from just knowing how to preach and everything, I'm also becoming a good pastor. How, how do you think I got to know how to give sheep to your good food to your sheep? Because I saw how Bishop started the first love church. And how suddenly the church has become so big that every, every youth in our churches want to go to the first love church. Oh, they go to when they can't look for them, you don't find them. And then they say, where did you go to? We went to first love. They say, ah, so what at all is at that first love? Apart from that, our father is there. What at all is there? They realize it's not only that our father, that my father is there. It's only also because they are eating something that is relevant to them. When they come and we are talking about all these marital issues, they are not married. When you say that, when I'm, I'm saying that, look, eh, when you go, you say my head, my head, they are, they are not, they, they even ask, why are you say your head? Me? No, I was to be seven times. So that's not what they, so they were hearing that they said, I realized that, Charlie, if you also want to keep the young ones in your church, you better know what to say. You better know what to say. If you also want to keep the older ones in your church, you want to keep doctors, lawyers, workers in your church and make them to become pastors like our brother sitting here. What's the name again? Um, Pastor, Pastor Peter. Yeah. And all these powerful people here. Working. All the, sing the singers, they are working. You need to know that there is something the man must have told them. There's some food you must have cooked for them. For this pastor who is a specialist radiologist, that means that when you go and do MIR, MRI, and then the show by heart. by heart. Some of you need to go under that so we know what has been making you talk like that. He can see that there's fire, there's fire. A, a lecturer, a lecturer at the University of Ghana Medical School. What did he hear? What did he hear? Masters of philosophy, masters of philosophy, MPhil, isn't it? What did she hear? What did she hear? They said, ah, me too, I need sheep. Yeah, sheep and sheep, where is you know? It's easier to say sheep than sheep. You know, sheep look more sheep, but anyway, we'll, we'll stick to the original. We'll not introduce any variation. <laughs> to get sheep of all kinds, all kinds, it is here. Listen to it. I'm sure Bishop Ogo has taken you through all. Loyalty collection. Hey, anoint. Oh, Charlie. If there's any message, anointing, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. All about anointing. And as for bishop and anointing, 
if you don't change, then I need to fast and pray for you. This one. You see, just listen to it. And, but especially this one, Makane, the camp messages. Because Lighthouse is a pillar. Because the messages have made people, made pastors, made people. This Makane. You see, follow. I'm teaching you that just get someone God has used, God has blessed, and say, look, I'm going to follow this man. He's, he's, he's a good shepherd so that I'll also be a good shepherd. That's all. Me, look, if you come and ask me, how do you do it? How do I do what? How do you do it? I do it by following. I do it by following. Yeah. I do it by following. And I've noticed that there, there have been one or two times that I'll get some revelation. And I'll go and preach. And then, they, but I've realized that often when I preach the revelation my father has preached, eh, the responses are different. They realize there is food and there is food. So even if I get the revelation, I try and go and look at something that my father has said about that revelation just to make sure that this food will cook well. Yeah. Because sometimes you can cook rice. One day, I went somewhere in the world and they called me that I'm going to be on television. Beaming to all, about 3 million, they say 300 million people. But I'm not sure whether I had 30 million or 3 million. 30 million or 300 million. I'm not sure. But I think I thought I had 300 million. Live television, they say, they have this kitchen, so I have to go and cook. So they gave me a prawn, everything, and I was cooking. And every step I take, I have to tell them. So I'm doing, but I had to call my son to help me because cooking and beef stew, corn beef stew was different. I needed to make sure that it was the right thing. So we ask, look, by the time we finished, the, the rice was not cooked. And yet, it has filled the plate. It has filled the bowl. I was a rice cooker. And it has filled it. And it wasn't no cooked. So I told them, oh, you know, this rice I'm cooking. <laughs> this rice I'm cooking is a type of rice. So, you know what? I don't know whether you've done it before, but I had to remove some of the rice. As it was still on fire and pour water on it. So what I feel that thing became so soft like rice water. <laughs> so so when I feel that this is rice and stew. <laughs> the rice became very soft. Because I think I overpoured the water too on it. And my son, when I was saying he wouldn't listen to me, he was saying, I said the measurement should be I said, no, 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 that it should be like this. You see, so when we finished it, uh, rice was so, then I said, oh, this one is jollof. Hey, I said, I said, rice and stew. I said, this is rice and stew. So, we put the rice, and the rice was like, pray like that. <laughs> then we put the stew in it. And then they said, oh, it's very nice. <laughs> no, it's so, it's very, very nice. And then they ate they came to the again. I said, oh. So I was thinking that, hey, is it like a new style also? 
you see, that's also what happens. So if someone introduces a variation to anything and you don't know the original, you think the variation is original. But actually, if you have tasted the original, you know that that is just a variation. That is just a variation because they have not tasted the original. Hey, they were saying, they say he cooked. He cooked on that. And I was, I was praying that it would not find its way to any Ghana television. Any kind of television. Because even when I was doing the thing, the things I was adding, I wasn't sure. Uh, but I knew that rice cooks and stew, you too. But I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that's a revelation because they were so happy with it. Just as today, you are so happy with a variation because you have not seen the original. But let's go to the original. Pastor. Let's preach the original word. And all the crowds you are seeking, all the monies you are seeking, all the blessings you are seeking, as you stick to the original, they shall come chasing you. They shall come chasing you. Stick it to the original. Stick it to the original as I go. Look, people, when I go to Europe, I don't preach to black people. I preach to white people. White people and they are always calling, come, come this year, come, don't come. And when I, I don't read, everybody wants me to go and preach in this church. And when I, anytime I go to, surprisingly, when I go, I hold a book. I hold a book. Their Bible school is a book. I take the book and I finish the book. And wherever I go, I'll, I'm, I'm holding a book. But what is working is that that is what they, they have been fed the word of God. Go feed your sheep. Pray for your sheep. Do what Jesus did. Next year, Art of Shepherding Conference, you'll be among the 25 churches who will give a testimony of what the Lord has done to change your ministry. The numbers he spoke about, you will see that God spoke to you because you are going to have multiple numbers, multiple churches. You are going to have multiple numbers. As the sheep eat, they will come back. Why do some restaurants always have people going to eat there? Because they like what they eat. Your church is a spiritual restaurant for hungry souls. They are going to come every Sunday. They are going to come every weekday. And your cell meetings, your, you are a shepherd here, your cell meetings, your, your, your fellowship meetings, your meetings, they are going to come because that you are teaching the original thing, doing what Christ did in the name of the Lord Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus.